Welcome back, Smugheads, and welcome to Smug Murder, Red Dwarf podcast, where we discuss the British cult sci-fi classic comedy, Red Dwarf. I'm Ben Gilman, as always, I'm joined by Tom Hill. Hey! Bruce Simon. What's up? And Doug Budge. Hey, yes. And today, we are discussing Series 3, Episode 5, Time Slides. Smug Mode is engaged. So... This episode is basically about the uh, developing fluid that Crichton uses to process old photograph uh, mutates and they, the photographs come alive. The Red Dwarf crew find that they can go into the photograph and Lister finds that the photographs are them to go back in time. And he plans on changing history so that he doesn't end up marooned in deep space because he's in a bad mood. And obviously then Rimmer tries to undo it all to make himself wealthy, but it backfires and it all goes back to normal. So... That's basically the main summary of it. It's a bit of an interesting episode. And it starts with the immortal words of um, Adolf Hitler playing himself, which did make me laugh. Special guest star, Adolf Hitler. Yes. So what did you guys think of this episode? Uh, It's probably one of my favourites. One of my favourites of the season, to be fair. Really? Yeah, it's one of my favourites. I actually liked it. I liked the episode. I, I watched it again today as well. I watched it again. Okay, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I did smile, but I didn't laugh out loud. No, there's a few moments where you do. No, I, I ripped some quotes down. I ripped some quotes. That's what I loved it. <laughs> there are some great bits. Yeah. Um, but generally, I thought this was good. Red Dwarf, but yeah, not yeah. classic. You know, what I mean? this is standard Red Dwarf. Yeah. This isn't weak Red Dwarf. No, this is a perfectly good but, episode. Yeah. But in the series it's in, it remains one of the weakest. It feels a bit off because List is really depressed all the way through. And List, I know List occasionally goes a bit down because he's the last human, but this is like really, I know it's a comedy, but it's almost like it's out of character this week. At the first bit, until they get to the photographs, List is very depressed. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just feels a bit not unrealistic, but it just kind of feels huh, like a different character this week. It's just depressed. When he actually goes as far as to be like, what am I doing here? <laughs> give it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So I've, I've just wanted to well, that's, that's talk about the cat's golf gear, the first bit we see. <laughs> he's wearing. He's he's dusted off his. Um... Hang on, hang on, wait, 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 Ben. We have to yeah. do this properly. And <laughs> now for Ben's fashion corner. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're gonna have a gay little jingle or something. No, not gay. Why does that have to be gay? But you know, what I mean, like a little fashion thing. I don't know. But if we come up with a sound effect for it. Um, but the last time we saw Cat in golfing was and golfing clothes was the virtual reality back to reality episode last uh, season yeah. two. Yeah, I did laugh at the um, the bit where he pressed the recorder and head clap him. <laughs> that yeah, but Red Dwarf do golfing jumpers. Did you notice that he had the red lo- red logo? You're telling me that they had that prepared? Yes. I love that. No, I think he did that himself. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> 
Tiddlywinks. I want to know what Tiddlywinks show jumping is. I want to. I want to see that. You know what I mean? No, no. I I want unicycle polo. <laughs> yeah, unicycle polo. Unicycle <laughs> polo. That'd be epic. <laughs> Two grown men on unicycles belting a beach ball up and down a corridor with French loads. It sounds like my idea of a great time. <laughs> I want to know why we never did that whilst we were at uni. I really don't know how we never got round to that. Honestly, honestly, it, we only had a specific amount of time at uni. There was a lot to get through. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still surprised that it never happened, though. Probably sourcing the unicycles would have been the problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure what's his name in the drama department. Or Peter. Michael or Matt or someone. Peter. Would have had to. Yeah, Peter with the, the metal dude with the beard. Yeah. Let's get back on topic. Sorry. <laughs> Syndrome, it's allowed it, but this is a tight podcast. So we managed to. <laughs> oh, tight, it. tight. Yes, tight. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. The thing is, I mean, Wireless has been a moany little bitch this week. Um, Rimmer did have a back and forth with him, but it did. Um, you know where this is going, I'm sick of this, sick of this. Rimmer got one of the best lines, you're unhappy, aren't you? Just to sum it up. That made me laugh as well. Oh, about right, November. It's, no, it's November, guess... isn't it? It's time for a wash. That's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> crypto-fascist. Uh, fascist is now my favourite word. Crypto, yeah, crypto-fascist. Oh, crypto-fascist. No crypto-fascist, Will you stop calling everything crypto-fascist? <laughs> Make this sound like a gay. Can I just say, can I just say, if we were to do what we did with Syndrome and name name the show, because so, obviously we keep it very basic so everyone knows what episode we're talking about. If we put titles, will crypto fascists would be the title of this episode. Obviously, Probably. if we were that right, silly. Um, the music died and uh, Crichton dances to could be more 80s or 90s, you know, when he's in the uh, photo lab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some 80s vibe right there. Um, Bad and groovy. Um, did you notice when he's having the birthday party in the pictures? Those must be from the Nova Five, from where they got him from, the girls. Mm-hmm. I've only noticed this the first. This is the first time I've noticed it, but I'm watching these all back to back and in order for the first time. Um, yeah. That was a nice little nod back to. Um, Community, uh, community. Although, if you were going for continuity, he would have looked more like the version he did in series two, episode one. Yeah, but he that that Crichton is buried and has been forgotten about. <laughs> so, that's um, sort of instead of commun- continuity, we're going for kayfabe. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good way. <laughs> I mean, because I start going in the photographs. Um, I found the Hitler one not really funny. I did. No, I, I thought it was funny, right? Yeah. Ignore him. He's a complete and total nut. And, and he's, he's only, only got, got one testicle. I did find Lister giving him the V sign quite funny, though. The way he just stood there as well, it's like they were just like <laughs> looking down, they turned around, just like there. He's just like, what the hell? Like, grab me up. I was like, what the hell? I have to. I'm sad. It's sad of me to admit. Hmm. But my biggest problem with that entire thing, with the Hitler thing, and I do find it funny. Yeah. Is because I studied like World War Two Germany. It was one of my main subjects for years. Oh, snap. Yeah, go um, I was fully aware. You know, he goes in. He has the scuffle with Hitler. Yeah, the fight with the, uh, with the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's the historical inaccuracy of that used to wind me up. Oh, damn. <laughs> because that happened in 1944. Hitler's last speech at Nuremberg was 1938. So I'm... I know it's a stupid thing to be bothered by, but I'm going, that's a six-year anomaly right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you studied it, then yeah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> and, it used to, and it just it stopped it being quite as funny as it should have been because mm-hmm. I knew it didn't tally, and I know how bad that is. <laughs> um, I found that when they opened the briefcase, hit this briefcase, the handcuffs, it's not funny, we know you... The gay jokes are being made about Hitler, you know, in terms of sex and everything. It's not really funny. Bernard and Chris Sandwich is weird and the diaries. I, like that. <laughs> I have a question. You know when Lister jumps into the photograph, wedding? Yeah. Is that Chris Barry playing Rimmer's brother? It is. Yeah. Because he sounds a lot like Ace Rimmer, have you noticed? Yeah, just without the American twang. Yeah. To- <laughs> yeah. It's like a prototype of the Ace Rimmer um, voice. Well, his brother Frank is supposed to be the the uber-confident version of him. Uh, And so it kind of makes sense that Ace Rimmer and Frank would be similar-sounding because that's the confident Rimmer's voice. Talking talking of in the future, Crichton suggests that they go to Dallas and JFK. And I'm thinking that's four seasons ahead. So just after the Ace Rumor voice that I heard, I was like, "Huh." They come back to that in season seven, if I'm correct, don't they? Yeah, they do. But I don't. I think that was just a bad, uh, just a tasteless joke. I don't think they were thinking for you what they were going to yeah, be nah, doing in yeah. four seasons. It's time. still funny though. It's it is still, funny. Yeah. Um, I do find the snowball throws quite funny. It's just a simple thing where yeah. it's the first it's a cat, and cat just throws it at him. <laughs> Straight back. It, left hand, right hand, bow in the face. Um, yeah. That was awesome. Why am I not surprised that Rimmer has a nude beach shot uh, photo? Why am I? Why is it so unfair? They don't show that. Because that is the type of thing Rimmer would do. That's. Absolutely hilarious. That got a big laugh out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I do love <coughs> the song. I forgot about the other song. Um, and I've written here. Um, there's a lot to do in this scene. So when I was looking at the young Lister, I. The, the remarkable bone structure. He looked like Craig Charles's relation. Mm-hmm. I checked. He yeah, is younger brother. Brother. That definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, his name wow. is Elmi El- 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 Charles. Elmi Charles? Yeah, I think I'm saying. Emil Charles, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was looking at my wife and going, what do you think? And she went, they've got to be related. Yeah. Very, they literally, that was, that was a good call. He gave. He was quite clear. He was quite good. I don't know if he ever continued to act, or if this is just a one-off thing. But... No idea. Um, I think Om is better than Crazy Frog. I mean, it's a terrible song, but I'd rather this <laughs> Crazy Frog. <laughs> Crazy Frog's iconic. Well, you know, Om was actually written by Craig Charles for the show. Um. <laughs> he actually wrote it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I believe it. <laughs> Apparently, in real life, Craig Charles is a much better musician than Lister. 
Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> he has a funk show that he had on BBC Six, Radio Six. Yeah. I don't know if it's still going. I think it's finished now. Hmm. Oh. Um, he knows his music. Does it. Yeah, absolutely. But the, the other band members from that, from Smeg and the Heads, were actually yeah. members of a heavy metal band in reality. Yeah. I think. Carcass, who I've got on my Spotify. I love them. Well, Carcass? Was it Carcass? Yeah. Yes. I, I, could, I, knew, I knew it was a heavy metal band. I didn't know which band it was. I looked it up uh, for trivia and I realized that I was like, oh shit, I love that band. That's quite funny. <laughs> band. Don't like, I, if you don't like screaming men, don't listen to it, but I love that shit. Oh my God. No, I'm a proper heavy thrash metal fan. So yeah, that kind of shit's my thing. But... <laughs> that stuff gets me in the morning when you listen to it, you feel invincible. Like you can yes. walk the walls. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bit of Stucker Squadron or something like that. Exactly. Cat uh, looks like an African prince when he goes to the for, to the pub. I love his detailing. Like again, it's With black and gold corner. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, from uh, red dwarf to red carpet. <laughs> it's all red carpet. Yeah. Good. So I always have to bring up how good um, he is because he he is taking the piss this season in terms of. Um, um, it just looks fantastic. <laughs> what if half of the budget went? Here, can you oh. hear that envy? Can you hear it? I can hear envy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, wait, can you hear it? <laughs> I like that asshole. Friends, like, why do they not sell this shit in Primark? People <laughs> <laughs> legit envy. I would not be. Should have been me. Should have been me. I'm fabulous. Go, 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 Dolph Ziggler. Should have been me. The most straight, the most gay straight man you've ever met. I am like <laughs> fashion, even through. I don't dress like it. I just got this. I don't know. I'm straight as you like, but hey, look, I, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking in terms of like gay guys in terms of figuring out from fashion. No, what I, I thought just, was, I, do you know I, those guys from like the really, really poor towns? But they make a point of buying like the really expensive suits. They make oh, a point yeah. of actually making themselves look absolutely the business and taking care of their clothes more than anything else. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking. I could totally, totally wear the cat stuff if I was allowed to. Um, <laughs> but the cat, the, the also the cat's golf game has improved a lot since his Cobbler attempt um, in Better Than Life. Don't you think he's improved a lot? He doesn't throw the golf club anymore? Yeah, but on the game, he can't throw the golf club. He'd have to throw the whole person. Joe, don't piss on my Joe. <laughs> 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 uh, so, the, the thing is, there is one thing that I want to bring up. Uh, when they come back in, Rimmer is very surprised when they all disappear because Lister changes time. The yes. past. Why is Rimmer so fucking surprised? But also, why the hell is Rimmer there? Wait, that's all. That's all. Lister changed the entire course of yes, everything. I'm thinking the same thing. Cat would never have gone onto the thing. There would never have been a stasis leak. There would never. There would never have been the drive plate issue, and they'd have all gone back to Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been a different technician helping Rimmer. Yeah. 
So theoretically, none of them would have been there. And also, Holly would have reverted back to being Norman Lovett. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's a plot hole. <laughs> but I'm, like, Rimmer's an intelligent guy. Why is he surprised? Because like, yeah. he doesn't really try and stop Lister from talking to Lister. That's what I would have done. I would have stopped Lister at every turn. He does at the same time in that pub try and convince Lister to stick to the music. I do love the fact, though, that this Rimmer, this Lister dies making love to his wife while driving a plane. That's pretty rock and roll. Yeah, at 98, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine I just, his I just, office is doing it. <laughs> I, just, I just love Rimmer's justification for going to get Lister. It's my duty. My duty is a complete and utter bastard. Yes, that's the one. I wrote that down as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is the line. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. I always find it a bit jarring that Ruby Wax was in this episode. Yes. It's kind of, I mean, I, I, I know the reason is because oh she was my the last... That's what it was. I, I was looking at her face. I was like, she's wrapped in it. I forgot. My wife she, was, she was the wife of the guy who directed the episode. Oh, damn. And I, she was I, a last-minute replacement because um, it was originally supposed to be oh, Graham Chapman. Oh, Monty really? Python. And he died. Me. I knew she was familiar to Tommy. I was killing yeah. me. I was like, who the heck? I was like, I'm not a person. But yeah, but Graham Chapman died the week before rehearsals. Mm. So he was signed on to do the whole thing, was yeah. due to be for rehearsals and died that week. Yeah. And um, so yeah, they needed somebody quickly. And I guess the director just approached his wife and went, you know what, you're <laughs> famous, you kind of do these things anyway. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, kind of, it's, a little, it's a little bit jarring, but. Still, props to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like it, it's funny. My wife thought she was Sharon Osborne. I had to explain to her. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I just point out uh, Buckingham Palace? Got her Lister brought Buckingham Palace. Where the fuck are the kid? Where the fuck is the Queen living? Them Balmori? They Balmori, went back yeah. to Balmori or something. Also, the Queen's probably dead. Yeah, but that's my point. Where's the royal family living? Most probably Windsor Castle, right? The most probably Windsor or Balmoral, one would assume. I do love the statue, piss and champagne. That's quite uh that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um almost swifty in, in its I love how Rim is jealous, but he would love that lifestyle, to be fair. So it's kind of a they're both trying to do each other again. And I find Rimmer creeping into a boy's bedroom is very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so before before that when we go to to the same <laughs> Listen, this though, you guys. Yes, we're best friends, right? We're best friends. He was saying, <laughs> summing up all the stuff that he had, and he, that he goes, "Yeah, I am. That I have. Wait, it's you, isn't it?" <laughs> that was amazing. Who's <laughs> the truly rich man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like totally way before the time. But friends, yeah. <laughs> um. We're going to do in between us at some point uh, when this podcast is over. Like transition into in between us, we have to. That, that would be a oh boy. Um, so Rimmer is the reason that the tension sheet happened because he doesn't think for a second. He knows the boy in that dorm invented it. So why the fuck wouldn't you knock the kid out? Make sure the kid leaves. 
Oh, enjoy. That was interesting. Got to sleep, damn it. Got to sleep. Because the kid is clearly listening, taken. He's yeah. clearly young. Yeah. I don't understand that scene. It made Rimmer look really stupid because Rimmer's normally quite Rimmer clever. Stupid. It's a bad, bad, bad moment. Um, but I'm trying to figure out why was Rimmer brought back to life all of a sudden? He was on a hologram at the end. Just, I don't. I think they purely did it for the puncture repair kit joke. Yeah, and then the bit where he just dies and goes back to being a hologram at the end. Quite funny. You know it's happening. Titan, <laughs> unpack Rachel and get the puncture repair kit. Yeah. It's, um, I'm amazed that we've been able to get 20 minutes out of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not that bad. It's just it's okay, but it's just not it's, great. That's the <laughs> no, but it's got a bit of whole standard through and through. Like there yeah, are a couple of bits, and we've covered all the bits that. Yeah. Have any level of standout? Mostly, it's just oh, I'm watching Red Dwarf. Cool. Next week is much better. Next week made me laugh quite a bit. Ooh. Don't know if I agree on that. I have a lot to say about next week and religion, so get ready for that one. Um, but you know, average Red Dwarf is still brilliant. It's not as boring yeah. as Waiting for God, which I still think we agree is the bottom of the toilet. And beyond anything else, it gives us an excuse to sit and talk crap about one of our favourite television shows. Yeah, yeah, even when it's bad, we're generally a positive uh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This Red Dwarf is the dog's bollocks and the bee's knees. Even when it's okay, it's still better than a lot of shows, you know what I mean? It's the dog bee's bollock knees. Yeah. So, it's a good episode. It's okay. But next week, we'll get into it. Okay, so that's goodbye from me. Bye from me. Bye from me. And goodbye from me. Smeg off your smegheads. <laughs>